fitness fan? Do you oftentimes find yourself lost in the world of fitness? Do this, eat that, never eat more than X amount of carbs, be the skinniest girl out there? You know, the typical gym rat expectations society has somehow deemed acceptable? Are you an athlete struggling with burnout or worried about your mental health? Well, look no further. My name is Leah, and I'm currently a grad student getting my master's in high-altitude exercise physiology. This podcast is focused on learning physiological fitness, unmasking fake fitness concepts, and advocating for mental health. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Also, disclaimer, I am not a doctor or licensed health professional, yet. I am simply just a poor grad student living in the mountains, trying to make a career in healthcare. If you hear any health tips you think would benefit you, please, please, please consult your doctor before making any changes. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Exercise Unmasked. Today, I figure we talk a little bit about a widely asked question, do masks affect exercise? As we all know, 2020 hasn't been the greatest year. From this widespread adaption of mask wearing, I've seen both sides of this mask and exercise argument. Oh, don't wear the mask when you work out. You won't be able to breathe. Oh, my oxygen levels are lower when I wear my mask. No, your O2 levels are probably fine. Like, I'm sorry to burst your anti-mask bubble, Karen, but newsflash, masks don't really do much when it comes to significantly affecting exercise. They especially do not alter O2 sat in any significant way. This past semester, we actually tried to conduct this study. We put like a bunch of 45 to 60 year olds through a moderate walk or stair stepping test. And we were gonna monitor all the things like O2, heart rate, RPE, VO2, and all that with a surgical mask versus a cloth mask and without a mask. And our study targeted more, I guess, cardiopulmonary function, you know, same thing basically, but we were actually about to start testing and then our school got shut down like two weeks early. So, um, thanks COVID. But nonetheless, we found a ton of articles in research that all indicates that, you guessed it, masks don't really affect exercise. And let me just say this before we dive any deeper. This topic of masks and exercise has quite a few gaps in it, obviously, because all this is new. I believe that more research needs to be done for science to deem this genuinely true across the board. With that said, I'll put references in the notes below, so check them out. It's really good content. Now, let's think of this from an EBP standpoint, right? A mask covers your face and creates resistance. This resistance is thought to increase the amount of CO2 in the blood as the cloth or fabric material creates resistance. That resistance is dependent on the material of the mask. So let's think of it this way. There's two scales we're dealing with here. One, there's the resistance scale. And two, there's the effectiveness scale. And they're directly related. The greater the resistance of the mask, the less particles are able to break the material. Like, some studies have even found that N95s are most effective at preventing COVID and creating the most resistance. So where does this resistance come from? It comes from the hella tight seal and proper fitting in an N95. 
like I don't know if any of you listening have ever been um fitted for an N95 it's like super complex like they put this giant hood over your head strap this mask on as tight as they possibly can have you turn your head while they spray some scent around you and if you can smell the spray it's not tight enough so it needs to be tighter but if you can't smell anything you're good to go it's crazy but this seal almost creates an airtight resistance, meaning tiny particles can't get through as easily compared to, let's say, a cloth or a surgical mask. So how does this affect exercise? A study we did this semester by Noel Chan concludes that the O2 sat levels weren't really even statistically significant between the cloth and surgical masks. Like the O2 sat didn't even drop below 95%, meaning this is a totally normal reading and everything's essentially fine. And this study was basically a crossover study where the subjects took their own O2 sat readings before, during, and after wearing a surgical mask. They asked these participants to go about their regular daily activities and record their sats 20 minutes apart for an hour before, an hour during and an hour after. Now, I just kind of barely summed up the study. And if you want to read the entire thing, like I said, I'll include the link in the description. But I particularly like this study because it recruited subjects over the age of 65. We don't regularly see that in research studies, especially ones that have anything to do with exercise. And I'll get into this in a little bit, but I just wanted to highlight the subject's group age and why that's important. Another really interesting study we found this semester by Dan Epstein conducted a multiple crossover self-controlled trial with like a bunch of young males. They use a standard ergonometry ramp up protocol that increased, I think every three minutes by 25 watts until exhaustion. The subject's heart rate, O2 sats, Respiratory rate and end tidal CO2 volumes, RPE, stuff like that were taken throughout the test. They took these tests like three times, once without a mask, once with a surgical mask, and one with an N95. This study concludes that, quote, using a mask during aerobic training has only minimal and statistically inconsistent effects on the major physiological parameters, such as heart rate, respiratory rate, blood pressure, O2 sat, and he goes on to mention that, quote, wearing N95 respirators during aerobic activity is associated with an increase in end tidal carbon dioxide and rest at any level of exertion. The effect of the surgical mask on end tidal CO2 volume is milder and seems to be significant only during heavy workout, unquote. Other studies have shown that, yeah, while wearing an N95, the resistance may make you breathe just a little bit harder, but not nearly enough to have a clinically significant impact on your cardiopulmonary function. Surgical masks, on the other hand, have little effect at all. Their resistance is less, meaning you're breathing in hardly any CO2, and they don't really have an airtight seal. The only seal they have is the, um, like pinching the nose bridge, which obviously isn't airtight. Same thing, if not less, with the cloth mask. Literally, like, no seal at all and very little resistance. Now, what does that mean for us? 
I think it's safe to say that working out in a surgical or even cloth mask won't do much to you physiologically, but doing a maximal workout in an N95 would probably have a few changes, such as increased heart rate, RPE, and maybe even VO2. But the average person, minus maybe a few badass nurses out there, won't be regularly maximally exerting themselves on the daily. With that said, there was one thing in particular I've seen in a lot of studies in general, and that's the fact that they use healthy, relatively young subjects. And I guess that's something we regularly see across the board, right? Every study we come across uses young, healthy subjects and not diseased population. That's why I mentioned that Chan study, because we need more research studies that include these populations. How can we keep making tons of recommendations based off some 21-year-old healthy males? So by using these healthy subjects, it's safe to say that they cover the quote, average person. But y'all, we live in America. We have had an obesity epidemic going on for God knows how long. Oh, y'all don't want to talk about that? Okay, I'll just save that rant for later. <laughs> but do you think it's safe to say that if someone who falls into a diseased population category can safely work out in a mask? I'm just gonna guess here, and I'm genuinely taking a guess, is that it would affect them a little differently. I don't know, I'm just stating my opinion here, but it gets you thinking, you know? Anyway, I know just two articles doesn't make something true for every situation, but it's a good start. Overall, I think it's safe to say working out in a surgical or cloth mask won't hurt you or impact you very much. I wouldn't recommend doing maximal exertions in an N95 though, but it also would be pretty uncomfortable. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Remember to subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And wear your mask. See y'all next time.